0: We have three coffee blends up for sale on the website that help support the show. Weekend Getaway, Summit View, and the brand new and customer favorite, Espresso Blend. All three are specialty roasted, small batch coffee. And if you love coffee, you will not be disappointed in these. Know that every single bag that you purchase from 95adventures.com goes right back into the podcast and to making the show even better. So we appreciate everybody. So head over to 95adventures.com and grab you some today. Okay, you know how you feel when you have a really good watch on? It just gives you more confidence walking around. You just you just feel better. Chaos Tactical does just that. They have an amazing watch. Three different kinds I believe on their website. I have the blue one and it just makes me feel better, more confident when I'm walking around and I can just look up and tell the time from my wristwatch and not have to have this phone and the screen in front of me all the time. It just feels good to have it. So head over to enterchaos.com and check out the different kinds because Ari does an amazing job with the watches. It just It's good weight and the band, I'm a dork about the band on a watch. It's got to feel good on my wrist or I don't like it. And he does just that. So if you are looking for a new watch, head over to enterchaos.com and grab you one today. This is episode of the podcast is with Richard Tilley from Ink Lab. He has a fascinating story. I really loved talking to this dude, and I have learned so much from him, and I learned a lot about a lot of different things, actually, on this, this po- episode with Richard, just talking to him, because he is a wealth of knowledge, and he shares it with everybody, and as you will find out on this episode, if you listen, he loves to help people out. So, please enjoy this awesome episode. With Richard Tilly. Hi Richard, thanks for being on man.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for even asking bro.
0: Oh, of course. You know, it's it's weird. I followed the, I think I followed the podcast. I don't even know how I saw, I saw you on another podcast uh, from somebody I follow on the internet. And, your whole style caught my eye, and obviously, like when you do something in person, it catches your eye a little more than over the Zoom thing and whatnot. It was an in-person podcast, and it was well, like well-produced and whatnot. But I was like, "Man, what does he do?" So I followed him. Like he's Screen prints, and I thought to myself, yeah. "There's only a few professions where you can look at a dude with a bunch of tattoos, like you know, on your neck and your arm and everything, and where it fits." Like it almost makes it better for marketing in your profession for your style.
1: Does that make, does that make sense? Like hairstylist. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm aware that I use it as a tool for sure. Do you really, you know, I, I definitely, I take advantage of it. Yeah. You know, I, I I know that I have unique qualities that stand out. And so I, I like to double down on those qualities.
0: That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool that you do that. Because, and I was actually going to ask you about that because I read in... I mean, I've got quite a few tattoos myself. Uh, I'm a dork about them. I love them. But, um, but I read something in Travis Barker's book about uh, how he got his first tattoo and then he started getting them where they, sh- they would show and it was kind of like a thing where he was committing to his craft. He wasn't going to go get a regular job. Like, he was going to tattoo himself up and they were going to show and he didn't have a choice. Now he's fully committed to this job that he wants to do.
1: I can 100% relate to that. You know, once, once I knew that I was never, I was never the type of person to want to work for somebody else. It's, It's never, that's never, ever interesting. I've always tried to figure it out on my own. And once I, once I did the neck you know my whole head's done my whole torso everything like literally my entire body's covered there 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 is no you know plan b for me i never even considered one you know i i, I once i once i knew who i wanted to be i just went in that direction and i'm you know i've had ups and downs and, but i'm 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 better off being myself than you know not being myself and regretting it or living a life that isn't truly who i am
0: yeah i mean it makes makes sense sense. to me and i would love to do that like it's tempting for me now it's just a budget thing where i'm like okay we've got other things and tattoos are expensive so i mean that's that's one like where i would be i got lucky my
1: my uh my best friend was a tattoo artist so and we lived together so he every day after work he'd just come home and I would like, pick a spot. Like, All right, cool. Let's do this. Let's do that. And so like over like a year's time, I was literally just covered just from day at day, of, uh, every single day, just getting a little piece.
0: That's so awesome. <laughs> that worked out super <laughs> nice, man. Well, what, yeah. what did you do before you got into screen printing and doing the t-shirt stuff?
1: Um, That's a good question. Um, so, when I turned 18, I immediately went to work with my dad. He was a roofer. Um, So I did that for like three or four years. Um, If even that, you know, it may not, it may only been a couple of years now. I think about it. And I just did, I did fiber optics. Um, I worked for a fiber optic company when that first hit the scene, when, you know, they were going from cable to fiber optic. I did that. Um, And I kind of just, I fell honestly, like, you know, what do they call it? A product in your environment where I, I saw people that were making money selling drugs and stuff. So I kind of got drawn into that lifestyle and I went that direction and that kind of led nowhere. And then my buddy, the, actually, the guy that tattooed me, my old friend, he he's like, man, let's just make a clothing company. Let's stop doing all this dumb shit and let's let's go, let's be creative and do something. And I was like, let's do it. And that's literally what started it.
0: So you went from roofing to, like, I guess he did you say you dabbled in the drug world, like that sort of thing? And then that wasn't for you and then little into t-shirts, like just like, Hey, let's start a t-shirt company.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So he's a tattoo artist. So he's, you know, he would, uh, he has a creative mind and I had the same, I've been messing around designing t-shirts since I was a little kid, probably like 12, 13 years old. I was playing around on like Microsoft paint, making you know, designs on, on templates. And, um, and I didn't even know that that's, that that would be my future. You know what I mean? Like for the rest of my life, I was just playing around with designs and I thought it was fun to do. And, um, and yeah, so when he did bring up the idea of making t-shirts, I, I was already like, yeah, I'm already kind of familiar with it and it's, there's a part of me that wants to do that. So let's do it.
0: That's so rad. So then you jump into business with this dude. Like, just like, did you, did you always have, what is it? Ink lab, right? Yeah. Was it always ink lab? So, like you guys um, ink started lab together?
1: Was, no, no, no. So ink lab has only been around less than two years. Um, that's just something I, I wouldn't, I was screen printing and designing clothes. And then I went into a new industry um, where there was a lot of money being made. And it was like the gold rush in Cali at the time. So I, I, I you know, you got to strike while the iron's hot. So I jumped in on that project and I actually spent like 10 years there um, owned a company made a ton of money, but it wasn't fulfilling. You know, it was just, I, I wasn't happy doing it. Even though we were making a ton of money, it just, it wasn't filling my soul. And, you know, I, I fell back into getting into drugs and, you know, just, I was miserable, man. So um, when I decided to, to pull myself out of that, that career of, of debt collections, that's kind of when it was like, where do we go next? What do we do? And I, I was like, I was like, man, I remember how to screen print. Let me just try to do that again. So here we are
0: so what what was the turning point at the other place like do you remember a specific moment where you were like I can't do this anymore like it's leading me down the wrong path I'm hanging out with the wrong people like I know that I'm not going where I need to go
1: well what it was um, was I wasn't doing anything uh, I, I could that industry could have been good and it could have presented better opportunities for me and I could have invested in new businesses and I could have done better with my money, but I was so shallow personally, you know, my actual soul, I had those, I didn't even, I wasn't aware of any of that. I was just a person, just all I was fueled by was making money. So all the decisions I made were based on material things and it wasn't based on anything that actually gave, gave me purpose in life. And um, I think that when I got, when I, I've raced to the top of this industry. I, I went from the very bottom level all the way to the ownership, and once I got there, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I, I guess you know, and and I, it, I was really shallow, and you know, you don't have real connections with people. It was it was all it, there was always motives and money based, you know, motives and stuff. They always had their own agenda around you, and I, I got tired of just being around people like that. You know, I I, I, was, I have the opportunity in at any point in my life to shed the identity and the person that I am and make a new one at any time in my life. So I decided to do that.
0: That's such a, it's a wild thing to hear you say that. And and the reason I mean that, I mean, and I don't mean, like, obviously I don't mean in a bad way. I love the tattoos, but you've got the tattoos are at this point, right? Like you've got the tattoos as the debt collector. Yeah, yeah. And showing... I would look
1: like this by the time I was like 20, 21. Yeah, so, and you're... I, have, I haven't even been tattooed in probably... 13, 14 years. It's been a long time. And
0: your mindset is legitimately like I can shed whatever I want and be whatever I want.
1: Yeah. In the blink of an eye, if you can, if you can really recognize that you as any person right now, like you where you're sitting, you can stand up, walk away on this podcast and go live in the Philippines and live out the rest of your life in the blink of an eye, but it has to be a choice and you have to commit to it. And if you once you realize you have that power to literally stop being anything that you are and be something else in the blink of an eye, once you can really realize that and be self aware of what it is that you want, that you're, you know, what you want to get rid of and what you want to have and where you want to go, if you can be clear on those things, man, you know, it's limitless at that point.
0: Yeah. I- I totally agree, and I mean it's something that I've slowly become to realize not not that I didn't always know it and hear it. You hear it all the time, you know. Like it's your like you can be anything. Like if you just set your mind to it, if you dedicate to it, if you're disciplined, you hear these things over and over again. If you buy the self help books, but at some point, like uh, I remember for me, like it was it was a point of just I didn't know what I wanted to do. I like, I knew I want to own my own business at some point in life. And then I'm like, I don't know what that is. Maybe I don't want to own my own business, but I just feel like I do. Like maybe there's something out there that's calling me. I don't know. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep my, my, my eyes open for it. I'm going to keep search, like looking for it. If there's an opportunity that looks interesting, I'm going to take that opportunity and go that way. I made my mind up to just look for opportunities then it started to like I started to see things like, oh, this is my choice. It's been here the whole time. like this isn't something that just popped up. It's been here the whole time. I'm just deciding to see it now at this moment. And it's kind of accelerating the yeah. further I get into that. I'm not you know anywhere close to where I want to be, but now I realize the first little step into making that a habit to finding finding things.
1: Well check it out. You, you may not be where you want to be but you are right where you need to be. So you, at some point in your life, you asked the universe for something, all right? And the universe said, okay, I hear you, but in order for me to, to give you the gift that you're asking for, I need you to be this person. So the universe is gonna throw specific challenges at you. Every, It's gonna seem like the thing that you want doesn't want you because the universe is gonna throw so many things to you. But what it's doing is it's building the character necessary for you to be the person that has the thing that you asked for. So once you can recognize that and know that all those things that the universe is throwing at you, when you think it's, it's trying to make you give up, those are actually opportunities to learn and grow and get closer to what you're trying to get. So you're aware of that now, now just do something with it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And it's, but it's not always easy. Like, your situation, it sounds easy when you say it. Like you just say like I can be anything I want to be. I'm going to start a t-shirt company. I don't think people realize like if they're put in your position, if I think if probably 85% at least of people were put in your position and you're making good money, you're in this industry, you've worked your way up to this certain spot. It's real easy to stay in that safety zone. You know what I mean? Like it's real easy to not take that leap and go, I'm just going to do something different.
1: Well, okay. That's the fun part of being an entrepreneur. And so the good thing about people like myself is you can strip everything away from me. You can bankrupt me. You can take you can cut my legs off and I guarantee you, I will continue to build. I will stand right back up and I will continue to build just like I did before. And just like I'll do again. Once you realize that money has zero power. It's not real. It's just, it's something that we acquire for, for security, but it's, it's not, it's not real. You know, the journey is what's real. And when you provide enough value throughout your journey, the money just comes to you. You don't have to go chasing it. You know what I mean? And um, I think that once you can detach from money being the thing that keeps you from following, you know, from, from taking risks, and doing scary things if you can detach yourself from that fear then and you live in a space of faith at that point and you know yeah I, I just lost everything or i will lose everything but that's okay because i'm gonna get it right back because i know what i did to get it in the first place i'm just gonna do that again and learn from the, the mistakes of the last time
0: it's crazy to have that confidence man i mean it, it really like it's awesome thing to realize but i guess when you do something uh, my wife and I were actually talking about this the other day. There's a, uh, actually today, a little bit. We're, we were having a conversation. It was like, there's certain things in life that are scary at first. Like, whatever it is, I'm making a phone call, that first cold call as a salesman or something, whatever. You just name it, like asking a girl out on a date, whatever it is. There's certain things that when you when you first attempt them, that there's a fear that goes behind like cuz it's the unknown you've never done it before like you've never experienced it before but you in your shoes you've already done it so you're like i already know now i did it i had i was up here i took the leap to go over here now i know like you built more confidence regardless of whether ink lab was successful by making that jump because you're like i did it and now i now i've got the experience and i can keep going Hundred percent. So, what do you do? Like, See, the, so, do the you, thing you is, design is... shirts? I was curious about this. Do you design shirts there at Ink Lab?
1: Yeah. So we we do logo design. I do actual designs myself. I, I'm working on a project right now. I don't know if you've seen it. I, I kind of promoted it. It's called Winter Circle. Um, I have a treasure trove of designs I've been sitting on. I have, uh, they're in production right now. I haven't been showing anything. I have a whole bunch, a whole lineup that I'm ready to launch. I would say in the next 30 days or so, I'm hoping less, but, um, but our workload is so heavy right now and it's, it's, we're moving into a new building and there's all these things, moving pieces going on right now. So I'm trying to manage my time the best I can and my energy. Um, but the winter circle project is going to be all designs through my vision translated onto t-shirts so i'm very very excited for that
0: that's really awesome so you do stuff for other people and you design your own t-shirts as well like a t-shirt brand like you had before and then you also like you create logos for other people that's like it's what that's really cool man I, I, I dig that
1: thank you yeah my, the idea behind ink lab was to create a, a steady source of uh, money that that could supply what I really want to do, and what I what I've been finding is through helping other people, I've been finding my fulfillment. I've been finding what I call my purpose in life. You know, I I get the most fulfillment by helping other people, and I didn't I didn't know that before until I, you know, went through everything that I went through and decided to pick myself up out of the dirt and move forward. Um, once I've started helping other people and helping them just get from the like level zero to at least step one, work your way to step two, to step three, so that they can build the structure and the foundation that they need to go where their life is supposed to go. You know, there's there's just this, this space where like you're in this low vibration and all you need to do is just change a few habits that you have and you'll start vibrating at a lot higher frequency. And then you'll start seeing, like you said, more opportunities for growth. And you're going to start seeing all these things that you didn't see. And so I'm just helping people get from that bottom level to that opportunity level. And so they can recognize that there is a whole world out there that they were blind to. And that really helps out a lot. So moving with the idea with Ink Lab is to create the money that can push the brand, which is the Winter circle with all the designs and everything that I plan to do with Winter circle to help people. And I feel like this is all kind of playing itself out like naturally. And I didn't even mean for it. Pretty and then that's
0: pretty. Odd. And then now I'm excited to see what the winter circle is because I've seen you post the winter circle thing quite a few times after following you. I didn't fully know like yeah. that's what is going to be like. It's going to be this. I'm just what of...
1: that is is. I'm just planning it into your sub- subconscious. So you're every time it's just every time you see it, you're going to think of of what I'm doing, what we got going on, and then so when it finally rolls out, it's already been fully embedded in your mind. You know, now you see what what it is, and you'll show more interest.
0: Now we're so it's getting, just been, I've
1: just been subconsciously throwing things out there.
0: You are throwing things out that I actually had on my mind to talk to you about because your your Instagram, the way you market on Instagram. And it's not you don't copy anybody with the way you do it. But I had to, a couple people tell me like hey man, you're a cool dude, they need to see more of your personality, who you are. So I started to try to put more of my like rollerblading stuff out there. It just it it felt weird at first because I never videotaped before and posted. It's like, I'm just doing it because I like to do it. And so they say, you need they need to see more of your personality. And then I watch your Instagram. Like, I'm trying to figure out how do I put my personality and the way I am onto this thing without it looking like it's not, like, without look with it looking authentic, you know? Because it's weird for me to do. And then I see your Instagram page and I'm like, That's how you do it right there. Like you're doing the 75 hard, which if nobody knows what that is, it's a crazy challenge uh, that you're in the middle of and you post every day about this. I mean, you're a t-shirt company. You're like, I'm posting my 75 hard every single day. And like you do all these things timing wise and it's definitely your style and it works and it attracts, it attracted me to the ink lab site. Like when I look at it, I always click on yours. Like got to watch the story gotta watch the story gotta watch the story <laughs> like so th-
1: let, let you... me ask you something let sure. me ask you how often do you see that ink lab logo at the top of your uh, at the top of your feed you know the stories
0: oh i see it a bunch
1: do you know that i learned that from gary v so something he said was that you're supposed to be posting a hundred you should be posting a hundred pieces of content a day okay now granted People like you and I, we don't have a whole media team that can just pump stuff out for us. So I took that concept and I have my main channel, which is Instagram, which is where everyone can keep up with us for the most, part, you know, most up to date. Um, and I said, OK, let's post so often through there that it keeps that icon at the top of their at the top of their uh, feed. And not only that, but now Every time you see or you you hear screen printing or embroidery, it's synonymous with Ink Lab because it's been in your face every single time you open your phone.
0: <laughs> it's very, it's very true what you just said, and it's it's cool that you put together because I mean I've listened to Gary V stuff. Everybody does. He never says because that icon's in front of your face all the time. You know, you can. No, you... he doesn't say
1: it like that. But I that was how I interpreted it and then translated it to what I do.
0: And that's the, that's the creative cool part about it is that you took what he was saying, like the fundamentals, and then you flipped it and did it your own way. like And you're like, oh, yeah, I need to keep this icon in front of everybody so that they see. But it worked. It worked on me. And I'm not like a guy that gets sold on a yes. bunch of things, but I see Ink Lab all the time, and I'm drawn to that kind of artwork and the style and the tattoos. And I'm like, this – this man, this guy's cool, dude. What is, I wanna have shirts printed up. What I need <laughs> I need shirts printed up. Where does he live?
1: Like I don't even know where it is. Is it Yeah well I also like you said I I i don't just only post screen printing related stuff on there. So um Ink Lab it to me is is a whole it's a it's a it's a like a a brand, like a whole lifestyle. It's, this is who Ink Lab is. We, me, my wife, my kids, we push every day. We live every single day. And the brand just happens to be a part of that life that we have, you know? And so that's why it's, it's not your typical stuff. And, you know, when I say, you know, the icon's always at the top of your feed, I'm never just posting stupid stuff on there. You know what I mean? It's always, it's always in the moment. And and what's crazy about it is, is that those things that I post are actually super interesting to me in those moments. And that's why I like to share them because I really have a cool fucking job, man. And I get to create all day long. I get to touch fabrics all day, every day. I get to make screens. I get to mix inks. I get to to do graphic design. I get to make people happy with designs, logos. I get to express myself through creativity all day, every day. So when I post those things that I post, it's like, man, this shit looks cool to me, man. Like, I want everyone else to see this too. You know what I mean? And that's why I do it like that. It's you
0: know? so, and that's that's what I was trying to figure out how to do myself. Because I'm like, it's a podcast. I sell coffee. I've got other things that I want to do that I, that I've got in the works. And figuring out this marketing thing is super fun to me. I actually enjoy it. It's not the necessarily the easiest thing. I did sales and so there's that. But it's really fun to get creative with, trying to figure out how to market it and like seeing the steps and progressions of like me sucking real bad to not sucking as bad to, you know what I mean? Like with the post and the way you're writing it, you know, like sharing my, like a thought that I may have, or maybe worrying if I'm going to offend somebody one way or the other, if I say something and nowadays with everybody getting offended about something and, and figure like thinking too much about the words that I'm saying, just, just say it in my words. I'm like, I don't, if I do that, I'm not going to offend anybody. And if they do, then they don't need to be following my channel. And, uh, you're kind of one of the ones where I follow Like I followed it and I was like, that's it. That's it. Like, I just need to do it my style. Like the way Richard does it. It's that easy.
1: Well, see what branding is, is just expressing your unique qualities through whatever it is that you're, you're doing. So, if coffee is your thing, what, what is it that that attracts you to it? What is what what do you bring to the table that's different than what other people are doing? You know, how does it look through your eyes when when you're expressing yourself through that? And that's those are the moments that people want to see. Have you always had this the real mindset. like the the creativity side, you know? Have
0: you always had this mindset towards it, like towards the advertiser? Did you learn step by step? Like did you travel? No, dude,
1: I had no idea. What's crazy is in my first round of when I had my clothing company when I was younger, um, we did do promo videos and we had Lamborghinis in the video and Bel Airs and all kinds of cool cars and motorcycles and stunt bikes. We did all the cool. It looked like somebody, uh, another podcast I did, my buddy was like, it looked like a Blink 182 video. And I I looked back and I was like, yeah, you're actually pretty right. I didn't even realize that. And I was probably 24, 23 at the time. And uh, so we were already doing it like that back then, but I just didn't have the resources to keep pushing that because it was expensive then, especially back then to shoot videos like that. Now yeah. it's super cheap. You just use your iPhone, but, and I do, that's why I have, there's so much out there, but um, the quality stuff, man, um, you know, I'm still trying to, to build those resources and, and wait till you see once I'm able to express what I have in my head through an actual video lens of a commercial or or a promotional video, it's dude. We're gonna shit on everybody. I I just can't. I just trying to get to that level, and it that's where I'm stuck right now, man. It's cool so, to see somebody. As far so, as you know, what are you saying? Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it's weird over Zoom sometimes, like the delay in it and not being able to sit across each other. You know, I hate it as a host when I do what I just did to you. <laughs>
1: No, please. No, I I was getting long winded anyways. But to answer your question, um, I picked up a phone about two years ago. I didn't have Instagram, anything like that. I didn't know how to express myself. I just started taking what I thought was cool pictures at the time of things that I thought looked cool. And I, what I tried to do was stay away from everybody else's pages so that I was never inspired by what they're doing so that I could never, no one could ever say, oh, you, you, Your style looks like theirs or your style looks like theirs because I never wanted uh, the inspiration from other people, if that makes sense, because I never wanted it to be uh, melt into what my, you know, what I was doing. So I just thought I, I never paid attention to anybody else and just kept doing what I was doing and it just carved my own lane. And
0: that makes and that I like what you said there, because when I look at you doing the 75 hard, if I ever did the 75 hard, I'll never post about it. (laughs) <laughs> because i because in my mind i followed you you posted about it and so in my mind you're kind of a poser when you do when you're in that like i don't know if it's action sports world if you ever skateboard or you ever BMX or whatever you do like there's a certain level of like you don't want to be that poser that does that imitation's <laughs> fine but like I couldn't post the 75 hard and do it like you do, because that would be taking your idea in my mind. I It needs to be authentic from me and then it'll come off natural.
1: Well, yeah, but I still, I still encourage you uh, to do it because um, it, it inspires other people when they see that you're holding yourself to that level of accountability and discipline, it, it your light will shine on them and they will, you, they will see like, man, if he can do it, so can I. And that actually happened to me when I was coming off of drugs. I heard um, someone else's story about how their husband came off and this dude was out of his damn mind. And when I heard that that guy figured it out, it was that much more, you know, it gave me that much more inspiration to, to see, see the mission through, which I did. And but when it, I'm just telling you, you never know. You know what I mean? Just posting that stuff. It may seem stupid or corny, or you may feel like you're a poser or whatever, but you never know, man, you're going to affect people in such a positive way and think, and worrying about what other people think, calling you a fucking poser or anything. Anyways, who cares? Who cares what anybody <laughs> thinks?
0: Story. It's very true. That, that's where, that's where I get yeah. stuck. Like that. Those are the areas I get stuck in is, is thinking that way. I mean, when I started at the CrossFit gym, I wouldn't go buy CrossFit shoes or shorts or anything until I was there six months because I didn't want to be that dude that bought all the gear. It's just the way I thought, like it's my, my process. I know it's a speed bump in my way, but that's why I was using that as an example. I see that and I'm like, Oh, it might be better for me just not to pay attention to other things and just do my own thing. Whatever interests me, just post it and I like it and do it my way. And it works.
1: That might be why you, why you're, you're, you're getting stuck. You know what I mean? Why you feel like you're you're not moving forward or whatever it may be, because you're thinking this far can only get you this far. You got to think differently now. All right. So and if you're ever making a decision based on what somebody else may think about it, that's the wrong mindset as well. You know, because you have this one life, bro. So if what somebody would think would make you look like a poser is something that feels good in your heart, who fucking cares what they think, man? Stick to follow whatever your heart's telling. If your heart says, hey, man, I need to get the new CrossFit clothes because I want to take this serious from day one, then go get them, man. Who cares?
0: It's 100% like, so it's the way I, it's what I tell other people all the time. Like I tell that to other people. And I want to promote the sport or the activity that I'm in. I want it to grow and be gigantic, man. I mean, I want screen printing to be huge and your winter circle to be huge, you know, but then, on my end, sometimes I do that. I realize I do it. I'm getting le- I'm getting better about it. But uh, it was just funny that you made that comment about it because I'm like, oh, man, I can see myself already thinking this way with these certain things and the yeah. marketing and almost diving too far deep into it.
1: Yeah, you're overthinking it for sure. Um, I think you should just follow your instinct, follow your gut, your heart, whatever it's telling you to do, however it's telling you to express yourself, do that because the more you keep that in the lower your self confidence is going to be so you need to start expressing yourself your true self you have to or else you're you're going to be stuck where you're at forever
0: i want i got a question for you cuz i picked something that you said just a second ago as far as like you heard somebody say something about the drugs and this guy was out of his mind and and that helped you get off was it difficult for you in your situation to clean up your lifestyle as far as that goes, like get off of the drugs and move into this better lifestyle. Like, was there any sort of, you know, transition or any sort of difficulties with leaving that world behind?
1: No, because when it was time, it was time. You know what I mean? And I, I did it. I, I made the, it's funny. You you said Travis Barker, a quote that, that inspired you. Well, there was an interview he did with Joe Rogan where he talked about when he gave up I think it was weed and pills and all this other stuff and he he said this phrase and this is what I held on to so tight when I was getting sober was he said I turned a corner in my mind and I just wasn't that person anymore and I I grabbed onto that so tight man because when it was time to change I turned the corner in my mind and there was no there was no other option you know what I mean so that there was no going back. There was no looking back that life didn't exist. I turned the corner. That was the end. And so it's, I've been sober ever since.
0: That's pretty, that's wild, man. You don't hear a lot of story. I mean, you hear some, but you don't hear a lot of stories about people getting sober that way and not having that struggle of it, pulling them away or drawing them back. Like, I guess when you make your mind up with something, you just go with it and that's it.
1: Yeah. You know, there's something that Jocko said, Uh, he says, unmitigated, or he goes, unmitigated daily discipline, hold on a second, unmitigated discipline, unmitigated daily discipline in everything you do, okay, so when you think about what that really means, that means there is no compromise, there is no inner dialogue, whatever the mission is that needs to get done gets done, period, no excuses, even if they're valid, they're still excuses, so if you can have that type of discipline where there is no compromise, then the other part of whatever you're trying to get rid of doesn't even exist anymore. It's not even there.
0: Yeah. That now that's, it's an awesome thing. And I do dig all the discipline stuff and the hard work and all that. Like that's something that I'm very into. And uh, I constantly hold myself accountable. Accountability is another thing that I'm, that I try to focus on like any time a thought may creep in about not being accountable for something, uh, no matter what it is. I could have made a better decision. I could have done something different here. I could have reacted different. I could, you know, if I get defensive at all, I try to rewind the tape and like stop that. It's not that's not the way it is, and change that habit Mm -hmm. up. But that discipline kind of goes along with that, and like it's it's really it's really awesome, man, that you could apply those. I mean, I know you, you might not have heard that back when you're getting off drugs, but the re, the way you can apply the, that sort of discipline to your life in a certain sort of like situation like that, where it's typically undisciplined and flying off, you know, flying off the rails, is is a pretty impressive thing.
1: When you well, when I did my, my when I figured out what it was that I didn't like about myself. What was it that that kept me from looking in the mirror at at myself? I couldn't even look myself in the eyes of the mirror for years there. And I I was trying to figure out what that was and what it was, was I wasn't keeping the promises I was making to myself. I wasn't becoming the person who I saw in my mind. I was going the complete opposite direction. So once I recognized that that's what the problem was, I said, okay, so how do I fix that problem? Well, to fix that problem, we need to change all the bad, we need to remove all the bad habits and then replace them with good habits. And how do I replace them with good habits? you got to do them one at a time and it takes self-discipline. Okay. So self-discipline is what I have to work on before I can before I can do any of these things that I know I need to do. I need to work on my self-discipline. And when I figured out that that was the one habit that I, the foundation that I needed to, to bring in the other new habits, I did my first round of 75 hard. And I went so aggressive, man. I changed. My body changed. My mind changed. And I saw the reaction that I had to it. And believe it or not, I actually failed on day 70. All right. So that really ate away at me. Dead dead serious. I I, ate away at me for so long. And then my buddy was like, hey, let's do it again. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So then I jumped in on this one and I just pulled out all distractions and it's just full focus getting it done.
0: Dude, that's so, it's so long to get to that one. Like you're five days away, five days yeah. away. What I, I got to ask now, what, what was it that you messed up on?
1: I I can't remember if it was, I missed my second workout or if I didn't read, but whatever had happened, I sat on the couch around like 8 PM and I would always do my second workout after my whole family fell asleep. So I do my first one in the morning and then my second one, like around nine or 10 at night. And that day, man, I was just pooped. And I sat on the couch, unfortunately got comfortable. My wife, Jenny, even came out and she was like, hey, you're going to go do your run or whatever it was? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Don't worry. And then I fell asleep and I woke up the next day and I was like, no. And I even tried to psych myself out, try to start over that next day. I was like, all right, day one, here we go. And I did it for like three days. And I was like, man, I'm kidding myself. Like, I'm so burned out. So you didn't make it the first time Yeah, I let myself down, but. Nah. But you... I, I I grabbed so many lessons and I kept those things with me. I kept reading. I kept drinking water. I kept working out twice a day. I, I've always eaten clean. So that's never really been a problem. So um, I just kept doing those things. And then so this time around, I was already doing them. So when my buddy was asking me, he's asked me to do it. I was like, I'm already doing it. But you know what? I didn't mess up that first time. So let me get through it this time so I can feel better.
0: That's so awesome, man. What day are you on right now?
1: uh 38? 38 38 <laughs> excuse me yeah yeah day 38 so i'm like halfway
0: and you but you're already living li- life like the 75 hard so it's not really that it's not it, do you find it as difficult this yeah, time But
1: what sucks about it is if i can't take a day off if i want to you know what i mean like with the other way if i'm if i'm like hey i need a rest day i give myself that but now i can't even do that
0: you just got to figure out a way to go work. What is it? Forty five minutes, right? Forty five minute workouts,
1: twice a day. Forty five minutes. That.
0: So, do you spread them out real far, or
1: I try to. To be honest with you, I try to get all the hardest work done early. So, I'll wake up um, at three thirty or four, and I'll immediately go into doing yoga or something like that, so I can just get my body stretched, warmed up, blood circulating. I'll do like forty five minutes of that, and then get, I'll do my reading immediately after. And then uh take my picture. And then when I go to the shop, I had, there's a gym right next door. So I'll go boom over there or else I'll go run outside for 45 minutes. And then I'll be done with all the hardest stuff by like 9 a.m. So all I have to do is just drink my water.
0: Oh, what an awesome way to do it. By 9 a.m. you're already done with everything.
1: All the, all the, all the parts that suck are done with by 9 a.m. So all I got to do is just drink water all day, which I do anyway, so.
0: And so in like, a family, like you said, you mentioned you have wife and kids and you know, you've got that. It's difficult to do like fit those both workout, like those two workouts in. That's a cool way of doing it. Like knock it out by 9am. And then you're like, I'm all the rest of the stuff I can handle. I can manage that real easy.
1: Yeah. And then like you're, you're in a peak state by 9am. You know what I mean? You've worked out twice. You've read your mind's sharp. You're drinking water. So, that's what I was, it works did, out perfect, you know. You find, and so like, you basically built a monster to just walk into the day.
0: Do you find that you're that you're you have more energy during the day by doing that, like at work and to go through the processes and all that stuff?
1: Hundred 100%, percent. Yeah, one thousand percent.
0: Does it open up your creativity? Like you're already a creative guy, right? Do you feel like you get more creative when you? physically exert yourself earlier in the day and then go into work and then you start creating things or have you noticed a difference
1: well i mean i've been working out in the mornings for so many years i i, I don't know you know if it, if it i was working out in the mornings even before i started printing again so um i really don't know but i i would say that i would say yeah i mean it definitely can't hurt you know what i mean we're uh I'm just, I always have a lot of energy anyways. I'm just a really high energy person. So, you know, I'm always, my, my brain literally never turns off. Even as we're talking, I'm breaking apart sentences that you're saying and interpreting them and analyzing them in my head I'm, as we're talking.
0: That's so just awesome.
1: how I'm wired, man. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's so awesome. Maybe you should have your own podcast. Do you have your own podcast?
1: No, I've I've considered it. Um, and I was going to run it with the Winter Circle uh, kind of brand. What what I plan to do with that? So uh, I would say I will have them.
0: Yeah, and, and I actually told some. So you're the perfect guy for something like this. Even, and I mean, you can take this as a suggestion because that's all it is. It's nothing like like that. But there's a guy I had on my my hundredth episode. His name's Justin Sua. I don't know if you've heard of him or not. Um, he's like a he's a mental coach for uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. And he's been the Red Sox and a bunch of he does a bunch of things on, you know, with individual professional athletes as far as like mentally how to get themselves in a successful place. Right. How to think, how to process, you know, he's there to help them. Um, He does the cool like so his podcast that he has, it's like 10 minutes long. It's like a it's one subject. He talks on that one subject for a short period, explains it. And that's it. But it's every day he puts one out. Boom, 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 boom. And he started doing a YouTube where he goes a little bit more in depth on his thought. But those are really cool because you can get that little shot and it, it sparks my creativity right then and there. Or or if I think of something like, yeah, I need to apply this in this situation. Like, It's just a cool little podcast. And you're one that could totally pull that off if you wanted to.
1: Uh, to be honest with you, so I had this series um, – that I was going to put together and it was going to be called iron sharpens iron. So that's my favorite verse ever in existence. And I've, I've, do you know, have you heard that that verse? Yeah. Do you oh, understand yeah. what that means? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, I wanted to call it the iron sharpens iron and it was going to be like a small series of maybe 10 to 12 uh, podcasts or whatever it is, but each one is going to be themed. Each one individual is going to be themed and with all of them together, it makes this person this this. You have all these different habits, characteristics, and rituals, and things that you do. And each one's going to discuss that. So when you have the, all these things dialed in, you'll have, you know, the sharpest version of yourself. So that It'd was going to that was my concept. I wanted to run with.
0: That'd be awesome, man. It would be awesome if you did it. I love doing this stuff. Like you're a guy who likes to send it. I can tell, and that's kind of the way I got into this. Is just. I love podcasts and listening to stuff. I, I prefer to improve my life and listen to books and podcasts versus music when I'm driving or if I'm at work or, you know, I've got a lot of windshield time. And uh, and I just learn a bunch of things that way. I probably learn more from podcasts than I have from any sort of schooling or anything else, just all the different things I listen to. And uh, my wife's like, yeah. everywhere you go, you're generally interested interested in somebody. You should do it. And if I say if I say I'm going to do something with my wife, she's like, immediately she goes you better do it figure out how it's done and do it so um there's no talking around her it's all all action so um i did it on the way to work and i've been hooked ever since man i've been hooked
1: yeah
0: yeah so like you've done a lot of podcasts Um, you i see you popping up everywhere it's like you're on a ton of different podcasts it seems like
1: yeah um well you know I got to uh, spread my influence. I have a message <laughs> that's important. I can offer a lot of value to a lot of people. So, you know, the more that I can uh, attract to what we got going on, the better, you know? And you so each one of those them? podcasts like, is an opportunity.
0: Do you enjoy being on them? Like in like all the different shows and the different hosts and all that good stuff?
1: Yeah, I find, I find something. Uh, I, I take away something from each one. You know, even when I'm a guest multiple times, like for instance with like Andy and myself, we've done probably ten of them together. Maybe not that many, but every time I'm a different person when I leave because you have your perspective, I have mine. I listen to you, you listen to me, and we kind of go back and forth. And I always, I always pull something out of each one from each person I talk to. You know, there's like a piece of you that's going to stay with me forever after this. You know, that I'm going to think about some something that you said. You know it, and so I enjoy those experiences. You know, I don't even. You're on the other side of the U.S. You know what I mean for the most part, and here we are just having a conversation, just two people. Like this is dope to me. Who are you? Who am I? You know what I mean. What do you have to share? Like I love this, dude.
0: Me, um, dude, I could not agree. More. I actually said that on on one of my other podcasts. The guy was asking me about like all this stuff in the show and why I started it and why I love it. Like I love talking to people. Like if, if I met you, this would be a conversation I would have. I'd be curious. I'd want to know questions like the drug thing. And, you know, cause I'm fascinated with people and their success and what they overcome. And I'm just fascinated with people that, that like in general, right. And their conversation, because I feel like mm-hmm. I learn selfishly is the way I say it. Like I pick up something from them by having a conversation and hopefully something I share, they pick up on. Like, I feel like each conversation can be more than just small talk. It can be something beneficial to both of us. Right. And then maybe to anybody who listens to the the podcast,
1: podcast. that's where, that's where those conversations happen. What's dope is you're finding people who want to have those conversations because how many people do you talk to in a single day that you're not, It feels like you're just talking to an avatar. You're not even talking to a real person. Like you said, just small talk, you know, but then few and far between there's those people like yourself, myself, that we can get together and have a real in-depth conversation, you know, down to a spiritual level and connect with each other, you know, and actually have a good conversation. And what's also dope is I try what I try to do is I try to leave people better than when I found them. You know, like that's something that's really important to me too. I never want to leave someone's presence and then feel worse than when I got there, you know?
0: Is that an intent that you just created or are you naturally drawn to that?
1: Um, it, I do it intentionally. Um, because I like to see people light up. I like to see people smile. I like to see people happy. Um, I think too many people have been conditioned, uh to be sad or to be depressed or anxious or, you know, all these other ailments um, it's a conditioning, you know, and unfortunately like people aren't self-aware enough to realize that you happiness is a choice, you know, that you can actually, you don't have to feel the way that you are right now. In any given moment, you can change the way you feel in a heartbeat. Just like I said, in a blink of an eye, the same goes with your emotions. So, if I can connect with somebody, even if they're having a great day, if I can make it even better, come on, man. Why wouldn't I? You know what I mean? I don't want to leave you like pissed. You know, I'd like to see you like walk away like, man, that guy's fucking cool. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, man, exactly. You know, it's so,
0: it's so weird that that attitude is like an outlier nowadays or so it would seem from social media and stuff. I think there's probably more of people like you and myself and and that mindset where you want to leave people better than, than when you left, like you hope, like my hope is that I can provide some sort of joy to somebody during the day, whether it's educational wise or just like having fun because I'm having fun. Like I want them to join in on the fun. Um, but yes, I feel like that's not pushed out. I feel like there's more of us. I Well, maybe I'm hopeful for that. It's my positivity coming through. Um, but mm-hmm. it seems like the message is exactly what you said, where it's your condition to be like, what's going to trigger you? Like what's going to trigger you, make you upset, get you fired up that way, make you angry. You've got a cause that you have to go for. And I feel you said it earlier and that I feel like that's people's lack of feeling they have a purpose. They're searching for some sort of purpose in their life because they sit in these cubicles or the wall, like this wall, and they do exactly what their schooling has told them to do. And it's not fulfilling them on the inside. It's a good job. They're making money, but there's no fulfillment. And they could even switch careers and not own their own business. They could just go do a different thing that would make them happy. But they don't do that in fear of losing the paycheck and the status and everything else that they have lined up. And in turn, that makes them angry and need to find some sort of group or cause or something to get behind to make themselves feel like they have purpose.
1: And guess the, the root word of everything you just described was fear because they were scared to be themselves. They're scared to do what you're doing, to do what I'm doing. Now imagine how happy you are on a regular basis. I'm sure you have bad days. I'm sure you have fucked up feelings here and there, but for the most part, I'm sure you vibrate pretty high. All right. (laughs) Now imagine that multiplied on a mass scale. We could all be this way. Everybody could literally be a bright light together, but they're conditioned to live in fear and fear is faith contaminated. All right. So if you have faith in yourself, you can be yourself at any given time. You don't have to live in fear of if you're not going to make enough money or what if someone thinks you're a poser or any of those other things. If if it's all going to go to hell or you're not going to get enough customers or you're not you can't figure this out. That's all fear. If you can remove fear as an emotion. All you have left is opportunity, you know, so. um I think that if people would stop being so scared of being themselves, I think that this world could be such a better place.
0: 100%, man. You know, I I actually... Notice
1: people idolize all the people who are living their lives, who are living their dreams.
0: That's a a good point. Why don't you do it too? Yeah, it's a good point. You idolize, like everybody idolizes these people on a pedestal like that are living their dreams out. They idolize them. It's like that, that's a very, that's interesting to say. That's interesting. Like when you put it that way, um, everybody that's not fulfilling their dreams is
1: idolizing somebody who is. Yeah. So that's that's why, why would you want to be that way?
0: No, when you, when you
1: go, when you, they call it the rocking chair test. You know, when, when you're old and you're in your rocking chair, Are you going to say that you lived the life that you wanted to live, or are you going to live a life of regret? I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. Or, man, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I did that. I'm such a crazy person. Oh my God. You know, I'd rather have those type of rocking chair conversations, you know?
0: Exactly. So I don't miss opportunities. I want to be able, when I'm old, to tell my kids stories and my grandkids stories about, like, you know, when I tried this and failed or I tried this and succeeded or these, you know, I want him to be able to come to grandpa and say like, tell us this story. Like, tell us about this. Tell us about that. Like, those are, those are the cool things. Like I did that with my grandpa, you know, he did some really, he lived through some stuff, crazy things and met, he met, like he lived next door to Brooks Robinson As I don't know if you know anything about baseball, but like he grew up with Brooks Robinson as his like, the neighbor kid and used to talk baseball with him and play catch and everything. And like little stories like that. And then he would share them with me as a kid who loved baseball. I'm like, that's what I want. I want to have a life like that where, and and he's a guy that sent it. Like he worked his way up and then started his own business and then built it into something big and then moved it. And I mean, that's the way he lived. So it was cool to talk to him and pick up, all this different information from, from that's the way I want to be when I get older.
1: Yeah. Not, you know, Hey, I watched every season of NCIS, you know, every day for eight years straight. Like, you know, like I don't want, that's not life, you know? And (laughs) like I've said before, it's like they people, they've made it so easy to be comfortable and content in your home and never want to leave. And you have to break through that matrix. You have to recognize that matrix and you have to create your own step outside of that. All they want you to do is sit in front of your TV and do what they tell you to do and be, be mad about this. Like you said, be mad about that. Now we're mad about this. Now this is going on. Now that's going on. And you just see the people shift with whatever the the screen tells you to think. And they're unfulfilled. They're unhappy. You know what I mean? And that's, that's not life, man.
0: Dude, we just went to Costa Rica, and this is one takeaway we took back. Like, we took the whole family there, it's fantastic. I loved it. And I noticed you didn't care, nobody's watching TV. All the kids are playing out, they're all happy. Like, every you know, they may not have a great life like we would consider a great life, right? But everybody's happy, and nobody cares or knows about what's going on in the world. There's no like political person jabbing something down their throat or this news story or that news story about like this person got murdered. None of that's going on on a date, like as much as it is here, where it's just like pounding you in the head. And I felt so happy. Like I got back and I purposely have not done or paid attention to those sort of things because I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's all going on still. The world's still moving. I was just in that world where it's like, oh, I'm in a different country, a long ways away from my home, and life is great. How is it how but is it? This... Remember
1: what I said earlier. In a in a heartbeat, you could be somewhere else and it could be completely different. You know what I mean? And that's a great example. In America, that's the mindset right now is fear and and just just negativity and divisive you know, everyone dividing and all that stuff. But when you went somewhere else, you just all you do is remove yourself from that and you saw the happiness you had, that could exist here if you just turned off everything around you. That's it. Like you said.
0: That's it. All you got to do is yeah. turn it off and go for a walk. Go outside. Do something like play with your kids. Whatever it is, just do... 75 hard. <laughs> do, the, do the 75 hard. Everybody just sign up for the 75 hard. Just do that. Everybody be in great shape. <laughs> Nobody have to worry about any disease ever because they would just crush it with every morning when they got up. <laughs>
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> That's really true. That's, That's really awesome. true. All right, well Richard, dude, this has been awesome, dude. I've this has been a pleasure getting to meet you, dude, and have you on the show.
1: Yeah, hey, thank you again, man. Like it was it's been an awesome conversation. I'm glad you reached out.
0: Yeah, no problem. Uh let everybody know where they I I put your so I have your Instagram thing down. I don't know if you can see it on your screen, but I have your Instagram thing down on the on the YouTube so they can see it, your name and all that, but um where else can everybody find you? Like let them know and all the stuff you're doing and if you know when winter circle's coming out or the different projects or whatever you want to push out there
1: Oh cool. Well, to uh find us, we have website inklabsps.com, uh Instagram, inklabsps, Lab SPS, Facebook, same thing. I I made all the tags exactly the same. So across the board everything's inklabsps. SPS. Um <clears throat> And as far as Winter Circle goes, um, we have so many big things that we're, we're cooking up. We're just trying to squeeze in the time to get them filmed and to get them shot and to get them printed and to get them. We have hats, everything coming out, man. So um, I would say within about 30 days um, and uh, yeah, other than that, man, I'm just kind of keeping – the rest of my stuff on the download. as far as what we're cooking up. The Winter Circle stuff is out there already, so I'm, I'm definitely happy to, to talk about that. Um, Ink Lab is moving up. We are moving into a new location in a couple weeks. Um, we have an awesome storefront now. So where we're at now, it's just like a production shop, you know. So it's just like a big garage, and we're just printing all day long. But now we'll have an actual store on a main street, you know. So I guess that's what we can be looking out for in the area.
0: Right on, man. Right on. Richard, thanks for being on.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thanks, brother.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Thank you to Richard for being on. Go check out Ink Lab and the different things that he has going on. Head over to the website. Don't forget about the coffee. It helps support the show. And until the next episode, see ya.